The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hill knows that when we eat well, we live well. When we live well, we have rich, vibrant lives. By focusing our eating on properly prepared, nutrient-dense whole foods, Kelly Hill teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be. Now here's your host, Kelly Hill. Welcome to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. We all experience food cravings from time to time. Sometimes these cravings are manageable, and other times it feels like our bodies kind of have a mind of their own. But food cravings are one of the ways our body communicates with us. We just need to learn how to interpret what the body is telling us. Today, we're going to do just that. Understand what the body is saying and what the underlying nutritional deficiency may be so we can leave food cravings behind. We want a body that's in balance. So let's start with food cravings in general. According to Tufts University, about 90% of women and about 50% of men have food cravings a couple of times per month. Now, for many women, cravings correspond to the week or so before their menstrual cycle. And and truthfully, this can feel like we are no longer in control of our bodies. It's like uh, something else has has taken us over and we are not able to decide what foods we want to eat. But this is true many times for men. About half men have these same types of cravings. So this is a a very common occurrence. But unfortunately, what happens is when we crave things, it's always the worst possible foods. I never hear clients tell me, hey, I just couldn't get enough kale. And then I I ate a ton of it. And then I went back for more. It was so much. I I don't hear that. These things never seem to come up. What we end up usually hearing is people eating junk food. You know, they're they're eating chips, they're eating donuts. Uh, you know, it's stuff that has practically no nutritional value or no nutritional value at all. And that that's a problem. That's a problem, and that's where we're out of balance. So we need to look first at the the couple reasons that we have cravings, and and, and there's two major reasons. One is psychological. And the other is physiological. So let's break those down. Psychological, yes, that's mental. And I'm not talking about uh, the brain wanting a food. It's not that type of food craving. It's more the type of thing that happens when we have a really tough day and we reach for a comfort food. Or we remember something special from our childhood that we associate a feeling of comfort or familiarity or, or just being okay and okayedness with ourselves with a particular food. And now this is this is not fuel for the body at all. This is food as a tranquilizer or a relaxer or a mood lifter. And a, a perfect example of this, I, I had a client one time who 
we really, it took me a while to figure out, you know, why is it that when things are not going well, she always has a big log of this frozen cookie dough in the freezer. And, and when t- life is tough, she'll whack off a big chunk of it and just gnaw on this, like sanding in the kitchen. And uh, unfortunately, this is the, like the worst possible food you, you could imagine. I mean, it's got the hydrogenated fats. It's got you know, tons of sugar. It's just, there, there's no nutritional value, no redeeming value in this food. And once we really start talking about it, what she realized uh, is that this was a psychological piece from her childhood that she associated chocolate chip cookie dough with this comfort of visiting her grandmother. And every time she visited her grandmother, they would make chocolate chip cookies. And, and as a little kid, you know, she'd have her hands in the dough and there's the smell of the cookies and, and this, this comfortness. And she would eat that cookie dough, which she wasn't allowed at home, but was part of the time with grandma. And she felt cocooned in comfort and, and, and happiness. And, and that's the type of psychological food craving we can have. And these are not good to succumb to, but they do offer us an opportunity to reevaluate our relationship with food. And we'll discuss relationship with food in future episodes. But when we do have these psychological cravings, we have to recognize that we need to find constructive ways to deal with these difficult emotional issues instead of turning to poor food choices. I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, ben and Jerry are just not good therapists. You know, we, this feeling of comfort we get, but it's not, it's the feeling that we're craving. It's not the food itself. And so that, that's what we talk about when we talk about a, a psychological food craving. The other kind is a physiological food craving, and this includes biochemical, which I I talk a lot about biochemical. And when we talk about the physiological food cravings, we, we start with the fact that many people are eating the standard American diet. And in the nutrition field, we talk about standard American diet, and we use the acronym SAD, SAD. And that's that's true. the The standard American diet is very sad. It's it's um it's a very unhealthy diet that used to be really limited to America. And unfortunately, uh, Americans we have exported this standard American diet to all corners of the world. And now many other countries are beginning to experience the same exact uh, chronic diseases that America has had for quite a while. And it's because of the standard American diet. And when people are eating this standard American diet, they begin to suffer from a mild form of malnutrition because they're eating only depleted processed foods and not nutrient-dense whole foods. And so they end up craving vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients that the bodies are lacking. The body may know what's missing, but our conscious understanding, our mind is not aware of the flavor of the missing nutrient. I mean, we may know what, say, vitamin C tastes like, but do we know what magnesium tastes like? Of course not. So the body can't, our conscious mind cannot connect what the body is trying to tell us at this point. And the body is smart. If we're not consuming enough 
good nutrients, it's going to signal us to consume foods high in fat and calories, thinking that we're in a famine. Now, our, obviously, for first world countries, we don't really see famine much anymore. You know, we have a plethora of food and we have the ability to get the food, but our body hasn't adapted particularly to as fast as our production of food has has changed. And so our body's still looking at it that, hey, if you're not getting enough good nutrients, we need to bulk this body up. We need to make sure that it's going to get through whatever potential famine or problem is is happening. And so the it's going to say, hey, hey, Feed me lots of fat. Feed me lots of calories because that's how we bulk up. And, I, I mean, it doesn't matter what you know about nutrition. Everybody knows you eat a ton of fat, eat a ton of calories. You're going to bulk up. You're going to get fat. Well, if you were going into a famine, that'd be okay. The problem is in most, most of our countries, we're not experiencing a famine. So we end up being overfed calorically and malnutritioned nutritionally. Let me say that one more time. So we're eating plenty of calories we're overfed calorically but we're malnutritioned nutritionally it means we're not getting adequate nutrition even though we're getting plenty of food so cravings begin to happen and these cravings are the body's cry for something it's usually a nutrient found in a particular food but most people don't know the missing nutrient. So we end up just filling the void, and the void is usually filled with junk food. So after eating, say, a whole bag of chips, you still want more because the chips didn't solve the nutritional deficiency. They just, you, you, your body went to something that it, it knew might have salt, but it's not going to have the chloride that you really need. It just has a, you know, a table salt there. So you end up eating it all. You got plenty of calories in there, but you really didn't fix the nutritional deficit. So that's, that's part of what, what we have to really look at. Now, of course, we can experience a combination of physiological and psychological cravings. And so here's what happens when that happens. We, amino acids affect the brain the same way opiates do targeting endorphin receptors and making you feel good. So you are not crazy. You are really having a craving. For example, in the case of milk and and ultimately dairy, this makes perfect sense. Dairy, milk dairy is a semi-addictive liquid because it's nice and sweet and that ensures that young mammals desire to drink it so they they are getting well nourished when they're young. Unfortunately, these addictive qualities don't go away as we grow up. So we have both a psychological and a physiological craving at the exact same time. Another time that we see it frequently is under stress. When we are under stress, we want to feel more centered, more calm. We want, we want that familiarity of comfort and feeling like ourselves. So we end up reacting to stress by overeating the foods that appear to relieve the stress or they increase our energy or they just make us feel more centered. And, and that's part of the psychological piece. You know, we feel nice and centered when we eat certain foods, but you can also have the same stress ends up maybe say you don't sleep as well. You're not getting enough sleep. 
Now, all of a sudden, you have a physiological piece as well. So you're, you're not feeling centered. You're tired. What do most people turn to? Caffeine, of course. You know, now we have cravings again, and we don't crave the nutritional value of the food, it's the feeling we crave. And the feeling isn't bad in and of itself. I, you know, I'm not picking on this, but what is bad is that we come to rely too much on that feeling and we overeat the food that gives the feeling to us. And then we exhaust our dominant gland. Now, we talked about energy, dominant glands, and eating to balance the body last week. So I don't want to go over that again. But if you haven't tuned in yet, then go back to last week's discussion about whose advice to follow, and you know that the dominant gland affects the foods we crave. And so what we see there is we have you know adrenal people that, that are craving salts and fats, we have thyroid people craving sweets and caffeine, reproductive people that are, are craving uh, greasy, spicy foods, pituitary people are are craving a dairy and fats. And so, you know, everybody has a different craving for energy, but we also have these food cravings that are psychological and uh, physiological. And we have to identify all of them because the body can't cry out for a vitamin. I mean, it, there's no way for it to tell you, hey, I need more vitamin C or more magnesium or more water. It, it has to be identifiable to us as uh, as the conscious being. So usually w- that gets identified as hunger and food cravings. And so when the body is talking to us, we have to identify what it's trying to say. Is there something that needs or is it just something we're addicted to? We have to take a short break right now. When we come back, we'll continue the discussion about food cravings. Feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Facebook at The Right Plan or email me at eatwelltolivewell at The Right Plan. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Here is your opportunity to create a vibrant new you. Join international radio talk show host Kelly Hill and women's natural health coach Michelle Greenman at the Vibrant New You Retreat. This retreat will empower you to make the changes you've been searching for and help lay in the foundation for living the life you want to live, the vibrant you. Located at the beautiful Ashland Springs Resort in Ashland, Oregon, this retreat will help you create a vibrant life by first constructing your perfect plan and setting your vision and creating accountability for yourself. Kelly and Michelle will help you conquer negative self-talk, find positive motivation, and teach you how to create more vibrancy in your life. The Lithia Ashland Springs Resort offers its guests free breakfast each morning, natural mineral waters with soaking tubs, and so much more. For more information about the Vibrant New You Retreat, visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat. This wonderful opportunity is only offered to a limited number of people. So visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat to reserve your seat today. Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill way. 
This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. If you have a question for Kelly, you can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now let's get back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back. As we continue at Eat Well to Live Well, I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today we've been talking about why we have food cravings. We can have both physiological food cravings and psychological food cravings and a combination of the two. Uh, This is great to understand intellectually, and uh, I, I love to talk to people about this, but truthfully, let's get down to what we can actually do to minimize these cravings. First of all, I want to make sure I reiterate that cravings aren't weaknesses. This is not about willpower. Cravings are the body's way of telling you it's missing something. Learning to hear what the body is saying is one of the biggest steps toward optimal health. So let's start with the biggest piece that, that happens to people. It's dehydration. If you're not getting enough water... You're going to be hungry and you're going to have cravings. And then it doesn't, what you crave depends on your dominant gland at that point, but it all stems from dehydration. So the first thing I want you to do is start with a glass of water and see if the craving goes away. Have a big glass of water, give it 15 minutes or so and see if the craving goes away. If it does, then you know it's hydration. It's not actually food that you're craving. Um, and, and water is one of those nutrients that we absolutely have to have in order to, um, to really function at, at, at our optimal level. Now, the second thing I want you to think about is, are you stressed or unhappy? If this is the case, if you're having one of those psychological food cravings, Try something to relax or walk, stretch, meditate, listen to music, read a book, whatever it is that will get you in a happier spot and calm you down. Cravings can have these simple solutions like needing water, needing to relax. Sleep is another one. If you're really not getting enough sleep, and I'm not talking about just laying in bed for eight hours, I'm talking about good deep sleep, if you're not getting enough of that, you're also going to automatically need the cravings or feel the cravings that your dominant gland wants for energy. So we have to really think about water, sleep, and uh, relaxation as a big portion of why we end up with these these cravings going on. So I I need to sidetrack just a little bit here and talk about supplements because if you follow my information, you know that I'm not a huge supplement fan, but 
I do think they have a place. And sometimes when we're dealing with uh, especially extreme food cravings, we need to think about a little bit of supplementation. So one of the areas that I, I, I see that this may have a place is when people have really bad food cravings like right after work and they end up eating a whole lot as as kind of more when it should be like a snack and when they get to dinner they're just they're they're not hungry and they end up eating junk food as the snack which ends up being more their dinner than eating an actual good healthy dinner the reason that that happens for people when they they really have that that after work craving a lot of times is because their nerves are really hot after a busy day and so they end up craving magnesium and carbohydrates to calm the nerves. This is a time when you may need a supplement. Uh, a high-quality magnesium capsule as you leave work may help you from eating too many unnecessary carbs so you get away from eating the high-caloric foods without the nutritional benefit. The other area that I would say you might want to take a look at if, if you have this really bad is if you're having a lot of fluctuation of energy during the day. So if you're one of these people that you're great in the morning and by mid-morning you are just dying for coffee, donuts, Snickers, and, and your thought process is, you know, I'm absolutely not going to get through the day without this, and then you're fine again at lunch and you have that crash again. Uh, you know, mid afternoon, where you're, same thing, you're running to the vending machine. Uh, this is another time where uh, that type of blood sugar imbalance may need a high quality vitamin B to help balance your sugars, so you don't end up making those bad food choices or poor food choices uh, for energy. And that's that's really really important. Um, so. Because I'm not a huge proponent of supplements, I have to throw out here that you know there there are some there are times when they're they're beneficial. Where I live, uh, a lot of my clients end up needing to take vitamin D because we don't see near enough sun, and even when we do see sun, everybody's wearing sunscreen. So I'm not. It's not that I'm completely against supplements. I just feel that people need to really understand the supplements they're taking. You need to work with a good practitioner. And, and I'm talking about not running down to GNC, and I'm not picking on them, but, you know, or, or some other place like that and just randomly picking up, uh, you know, a vitamin B off the shelf because there's a ton of different Bs and they work together differently. They do different things in your body. You need to know um, what you're taking. You need a practitioner that helps you with that. Make sure it's the right B so you're not just uh, basically, you know, taking something that, that you're urinating out and, uh, you know, have really expensive waste. I mean, that we want to make sure that this is actually doing something for you. So this is a time where if you have some of these cravings that, that are that can really be helped by some additional supplements, then then don't be afraid of the supplement. Just make sure that you really work with a practitioner, whether it's your doctor, your naturopath, acupuncturist, chiropractor, nutritionist, nutritional therapy practitioner, somebody that can make sure that you're getting uh, the right supplement and that when it's time you get away from the supplement, you, you, most of these, once you get your body in balance, you shouldn't need to take either magnesium or vitamin B. 
be anymore. You're, we should be able to get your blood sugar regulated without taking a pill forever. Um, but sometimes the, these are supplements can be a bridge to better health, and we want to make sure that that we're just know your practitioner. Make sure that the practitioner is using a high-quality supplement. Most of the time, if you're working with a doctor or nutritionist, you're talking a, a supplement that you can't buy over-the-counter. We're you know, prescription-grade, high-quality supplements, and that's important. That's what you want. Those are the ones that don't have a lot of fillers. They have good third-party testing to make sure that what they say is in the bottle actually is in the bottle. Uh, They have good practices within the companies. These are all things that a qualified practitioner is going to be able to help you with. So make sure if you choose to do supplements, whether it's these or anything else, make sure that you're working with somebody who really knows what they're talking about. Um, Sugar and blood sugar imbalance is really one of the primary causes of food cravings. And and we'll really delve into sugar, why it's harmful, why it affects weight and energy levels, and, and of course, your healthiest options. And we're going to do that show right before Halloween. So join me October 28th for that show. We're going to talk about sugar. And then... Um, November 11th, we're going to talk about a holiday survival guide. So weight gain and poor health don't have to be part of your holiday plans. Um, But I'm getting a little bit sidetracked again, uh, and we want to get back to food cravings. Uh, Well, actually, before we get into identifying solutions for your food cravings, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll pinpoint specific cravings and foods you can eat to help leave those cravings behind. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Better than an apple a day? An online membership to the right plan. With an on-the-go lifestyle, it can be hard to make our nutrition a priority. Kelly Hill was there. That's why the Right Plan Nutrition online membership was formed. Over the years, Kelly's worked on solutions that can make health and nutrition decisions easier, saving time and money. Find hundreds of fun, fast, exciting, healthy recipes for the family that everyone will love. A new recipe with video tutorial each month so you fully understand how to make what are sure to become your family's favorite foods. Great research on biased articles on nutrition, encouragement through the success stories of others, weekly support emails to help you continue reaching your goals, and so much more. Membership has its benefits, and with the Right Play Nutrition Online membership, the benefit is more time to spend with a healthier you and healthier family. Become a member today at therightnutritionplan.com slash membership. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and right plan. Rightnutritionplan.com. Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 Days to Better Health. Using nutrient-dense whole foods is the hot new book written by Kelly Hill. We're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food, water, air, even our own metabolic process. This new book, Kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real, natural food. Experience with over 60 recipes to choose from. This is a cleanse that won't leave you bored. And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. 
Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Rightplannutrition.com slash book. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. Have a question for Kelly? You can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Before the break, we talked about why we have food cravings. Now let's talk about the underlying nutritional deficiency and potential recipe solutions for the most common cravings. So let's start with food cravings that are happening when you don't need energy. What I mean by that are these are cravings that just feel like our body has a mind of its own. It's not that we want a craving because we're like, oh, we need a little bit of energy. This is, you know, I have no idea, but gosh, I I have to have this food right now. So let's go through some of the, the major ones that I hear from people. The first one is craving chocolate. Okay, if you're craving chocolate, most likely you're deficient in magnesium, possibly a little bit of copper too. Here's why this happens. Chocolate is a powerful stimulant and it can increase the flow of the feel-good neurochemicals, dopamine and serotonin in the brain. And so you, you truly do feel better when you eat chocolate. You feel a little happier. It's, that's not a lie. You're not crazy when you're, that's why I said that when we talk about cravings, this is not always about um, willpower. This, your body, you know, the, these things are actually happening physiologically. These are the biochemical pieces we're talking about in the body. Now, the unfortunate part about chocolate is it also uh, has, of course, a lot of sugar. And so there's usually a crash physically after eating a ton of it. But the body realizes that magnesium can help with nerve health and hypertension. And especially during the menstrual cycle, the amount of magnesium a woman needs skyrockets. So we get cravings. I mean, this this is really happening. The body, what we want to do is we want to create some balance. So how we're going to do that is we can help with something like chocolate apricot delight recipe. Now, this includes dried apricots, which have about 10% of the recommended daily need of magnesium. Then we add just a touch of dark chocolate, which has 25% of your daily need of magnesium. So we're going to get 35% of the magnesium you need in this one little recipe. Plus, we're, we're using a fruit, the dried apricot, that's going to give you a little bit of energy lift from the sugar, you know, the natural sugar that's in there, but it's still sugar, fructose. And then uh, just to make sure we get this balance, we're going to add some spice, personally, like cayenne or, or, or one of those. And, and our reproductive gland friends are going to be very happy about that. And then we're going to add a little sea salt, and that will balance out for the adrenal people. And truthfully, when you eat these type of foods, you're not going to crave chocolate again. And it's not because you got a bit of chocolate, but it's because these types of recipes are going to help balance the system. So you do get a little chocolate, you feel happy with that, but what we're really giving you is magnesium. So we have 
we're, we're, we're getting both cravings fixed at one time. So we have the physiological that we're going to fix by giving ourselves a little chocolate. You know, we're not going to deny uh, those cravings completely. And we get the physiological food craving because we're going to give our body the magnesium that it's actually asking for when it starts craving chocolate. So we, we're just going to learn to listen to it. The next one that I hear a lot, I'm craving greasy, fatty foods. This usually takes the form of, say, McDonald's French fries, potato chips, fried chicken. What your body's telling you is you need calcium and essential fatty acids from good oil. Now, we're going to talk about calcium a couple different times, but when you're craving the greasy, fatty foods, what I want you to try is kale. Kale is an excellent source of calcium. So the recipes that you're going to try are something like a, a raw massaged salad where we put it, we put the raw kale in there and, and some good fatty acid like a, an olive oil and we mix it up. So it's going to have that nice um, uh, essential fatty acid oil plus some fruit and nuts uh, to, to, to have balance there or You can do something like kale chips, which, again, have the oil in them. And then you have also the benefit with kale chips that they're salty and crunchy, too. Now, remember, all fats are not created equal. So when you're thinking about essential fatty acids, you know, think about adding coconut oil, olive oil, other nut and seed oils, avocados, raw nuts, you know, these good fatties. That's what what your body is craving. It's also craving that calcium and and we want to make sure that we're getting the calcium absorbed with the essential fatty acids. The two go hand in hand and the when they go together like that, that's when they're going to work the best. You're going to get the best absorption and that's what we're shooting for. Now, both of those recipes and videos can be found on my website at the rightnutritionplan.com. Next, I'm craving spicy foods. Okay, spicy foods can be a little bit tricky here. Um, Sometimes spicy food cravings happen because our body needs to sweat more and it needs to cool off. So what we, that's, and when it sweats, the body cools, that's its cooling mechanism. So sometimes when people are craving spicy foods, they really just need to take a walk and see if they can get their heart rate up, get a little sweat. And and sometimes the the craving of spicy food will go away. If not, um, most likely you are deficient in zinc. So Meat Eaters Unite here because I'm going to tell you that I want you to have some beef. Now, here's my caveat though. Make it grass-fed, high-quality beef, and your body will love the zinc and the omega-3s. Omega-3s are our essential fatty acids. Now, good quality beef is almost as high in omega-3 fatty acids as salmon. Yes, you heard that right. Good beef, good quality, grass-fed, pastured beef, almost as high as salmon. So you don't have to necessarily give up your beef. You just have to make sure that you're eating the right kind. Now, I'm not talking about farmed, industrial, antibiotic-injected, growth hormone-filled meat. I'm talking about pasture-raised, grass-fed beef. Now, we'll discuss the importance of making these food decisions in the Food Freedom episode on November 11th. 
Now, if you're not a meat eater and, and, and you're still craving spicy foods and you still need zinc, I love leafy greens. Now, leafy greens will increase zinc and it'll help balance out the system. My all-time favorite recipe for this is try um, spicy spinach watermelon salad. I know that's a lot and sounds weird, but I swear this is the best overall food for really all cravings, truthfully. I love this one because we have the spice from the chili paste, which helps for the people that are reproductive dominant. We also have the sweet from the watermelon for the thyroid dominant people. We've got the salty turkey bacon for the adrenal people. And then we've got, of course, fats, which work for the pituitary dominant people. So this is this is the uh, amazing catch-all, I think. You know, it, it's going to work for almost everybody. And that it's one of the reasons that I really highly recommend this particular um, salad. And, and it's a tasty salad at that. So um, if, if you're not only just craving spices, this is definitely the best one for craving spices, but also if, if you have the sweet and sour, if you've got the, the salty need, uh, leafy greens fit in there in a tremendous way to cover a lot of these nutritional deficiencies. Now, remember, though, whenever we talk about leafy greens, you have to have in there fat. We, what, what people get very excited about, and that you know, we hear this low fat, no fat all the time, and, and I've, I've preached about it before, I will continue to preach about it, is we have to have fat to absorb fat-soluble vitamins. That's why they're called fat-soluble vitamins. Those are vitamins A, E, D, and K. No fat, those are almost not going to be absorbed in your bottom the, the body. They are fat soluble vitamins. So whenever we're talking about eating leafy greens, we have to be sure that we're getting fat in it. So we want the the kale salads that have the massaged oils in them. We want the um, the olive oil in our dressing. We want good, high quality fats to, to make sure that we can absorb those vitamins A, E, D, and K. Okay, so sorry, back to, uh, I got a little sidetracked there again, back to cravings. So the other one I hear people tell me about are mostly is bread craving. So if you're craving bread, your body needs nitrogen. One of the best sources for that is raw nuts. That's a, that's a really good solution. Now, just make sure that you properly prepare the nuts, which we discussed in the first show. So if you missed it, go back and, and pick that up. But uh, a quick recipe to make is chocolate oat drops. I love this recipe because it's got the almond meal. So we've got the nuts. We've got nut butter. We've got coconut sugar. And again, we have that just a touch of chocolate so that we get the psychological food craving resolved while we're uh, getting taking care of the physiological food craving. Um, now, the nice thing also about the chocolate oat drop recipe is that you can take these with you. So I 
you know, make a few batches to have on hand, throw them in the freezer, thaw them out as you go, and, and you, you've got snacks wherever you are. Uh, again, you can find these recipes and videos on my, on my website at therightnutritionplan.com. The next one we want to talk about is uh, craving soda. Now, craving soda is a little bit tricky because sometimes you're addicted to the sugar, and we'll talk about that in a future episode, but most of the time, uh, pe- what people are missing nutritionally is the calcium. So one of the recipes then that I offer that I want you to try is a black cherry soda. In this case, on the website, you're going to find it with peach ice cubes. You don't have to do the peach ice cubes, but they're a lot of fun. And what we do there is we use black cherries, which have two magne- two, 25 milligrams of calcium per cup. And you use the, the cherries and make a black cherry puree. Now, you take the puree, and you're going to just add a tablespoon or so, whatever you need for the sweetness, to a glass of sparkling water. So you're going to end up with the sweetness. It's not going to be the high fructose corn syrup sweetener, but it is still fructose, so it's sweet. You've got the bubbly with the sparkling water, and and that uh, that there's uh, a physiological piece to the sparkling water that the body likes, uh, especially if you're addicted to to uh, soda pop, and then. Um, we can use this also. The other place that this becomes really helpful is if you're trying to give up alcohol. A lot of times at that point, you you can use the any type of fruit juice or fruit puree in sparkling water or mineral water, club soda, and uh, it can help you decrease the amount of alcohol that you're craving. And so the 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 answer to craving soda is still calcium, but when we talk about alcohol, it can also be calcium. So when one of the interesting things is there are people, I call them my light, light switch people. I tell them, hey, I need you to, to cut this out. And you know, I say that and the very next day they're done. They cold turkey, they never look back. And then there's people that need to slowly decrease and and work their way through uh, getting something out of their system. And soda, it can very highly be one of those, as can alcohol. And, and it can't, for many people, it's not just black and white. If you're not one of these light switch people that I, I flick and say, hey, you know, don't do that anymore and doom, they're done, then, then use something like the black cherry soda concept or fruit in water and slowly work it out of your system. You know, interchange one cup here, one cup there, and, and, and you'll get to that. Because when the body is talking to us, you know, we have to identify what's trying to say. Is it really something we need or is it something we're addicted to? And, and that makes a little bit of difference in how we react to it. Hopefully we've identified some of your cravings and some food solutions that you can incorporate. Remember, you can get free weekly nutrition tips just like these via email by signing up at therightnutritionplan.com. But we have to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll talk about what your body is trying to tell you with the cravings. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill.
fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Not only can you learn about new and fascinating nutritional products at therightnutritionplan.com, but you can win them too. Every month, The Right Plan features a nutritional or innovative product like the ECO Lunchbox, pumpkin seed butter and pumpkin protein powder, fudge sauce from Wax Orchards, Zorba's handcrafted raw chocolates, coconut oil, and so much more. And every month, one lucky visitor will win the product to try themselves. It's easy to enter. Just visit therightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. After you've entered the giveaway, check out some of Kelly's delicious recipes that not only will please your taste buds, but your waistline and health as well. At therightnutritionplan.com, you'll learn more about all the wonderful nutritious options that are available to you and your family. Remember, everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose in the right plan. Rightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. You're tuned in to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. You can connect with the show by emailing Kelly at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Follow Kelly on Twitter at The Right Plan. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. We've been talking about food cravings and recipes to help balance the body so those food cravings are a thing of the past. Make sure to join me next Monday at 2 p.m. as I'll be talking you through boosting your immunity using whole foods. Now, let's get back to nutrition deficits and what your body is trying to tell you when you have those food cravings. So remember that ultimately what we're trying to do is create balance. That's what we want. When, you, when your body is in balance, you very, very seldom have any cravings. That's the time where, you know, whatever your food is, think about it. For me, it's going to be a brownie because that's the, the one uh, that I have. Um, when you're in balance, you, I can eat a couple pieces of brownie, bites of brownie, and walk away and be perfectly satisfied and oh so happy. Now, when I'm out of balance, I will. Uh, I need to not have the brownies in my house because I'll eat in the entire pan. So that's where we talk about food cravings. So, you know, we have those nutritional deficiencies. We need to talk about what to do them. So let's go over some basics. What what you're craving and what you really need to eat. So we talked about chocolate. Chocolate is usually magnesium, sometimes copper. We've already covered that. Other choices when you're needing chocolate that that might help are raw nuts and seeds, legumes, and fruit. Salt. We barely, we touched on salt just a little. Usually if you're craving salt, chloride is what the body is needing. Now that's, you're going to find that in unrefined mineral sea salt. This is sea salt with the minerals and natural iodine still in it. This is not refined table salt, which is stripped of the minerals during the process. And that again is, you know, if you're, you're eating the table salt or foods that uh, have the table salt while you're craving salt, craving salt, it also may seem like it's salt, but it's not all the same nutritionally. And that's why you end up eating the whole bag of chips and still want more. Now, you can get more minerals, uh, such as chloride and, and, and generally all minerals, from things like seeds, sea vegetables, dark chocolate, cultured vegetables, and the dark leafy greens. 
Now, I personally, I really like kelp granules in place of salt. That's an easy way to uh, get a little more sea vegetables in your in your diet. Uh, another one is just adding some powdered sea vegetables into a smoothie. You know, build up, just throw a little bit in in the beginning, and, and you'll slowly uh, add them in. You'll never even notice, but you'll be absorbing all these absolutely fabulous minerals. Now, sweets we covered a little bit. Remember, this is going to be dehydration. So try some warm water to help see if you can flush toxins out that can block the absorption of nutrients and and that can cause cravings. Now, I say warm water meaning like room temperature uh, rather than ice cold water. So it helps get through the body faster and and helps absorb faster. So, So try some water and then if not, try some fruit and wait 15 minutes. Remember, if it's sweets, you can also be compensating for stress or unhappiness because, again, sugar releases endorphins, so eating it makes you feel happy and comforted. So think about ways to comfort or treat yourself that don't revolve around food. If you're still craving sweets, you know, add uh, some more sweet type foods. And now I'm not talking a Snickers bar here. I'm talking sweet potatoes, carrots, apples, dried fruit, or healthier sweeteners like raw honey, stevia, coconut sugar, or maple syrup. And remember, we'll cover sugar and sweeteners in upcoming episodes. If you're craving sweet and sour foods, usually this is a liver gallbladder issue, and we need to cleanse those particular organs out. And we do that with beets. I'm not talking canned beets here. Please do not go buy high fructose fructose, corn syrup laden beets and eat them, this is going to cause more problems in the liver gallbladder and not going to help clear it out. What we want to do is eat nutrient-dense whole foods in the form of beets. And now, I, I just posted an apple cider vinegar pickled recipe, pickled beets recipe last week, actually. Uh, so that would be a great one. Uh, plus, on the website, we've got sweet beets, roasted beets, multiple salad beet recipes. So there's there's tons of options and many ways for you to try beets, both raw and cooked, that are going to help clean the liver gallbladder out. And the apple cider vinegar pickled beets or the sweet beets are great ones because they're already kind of sweet and sour. So those are those are great options. Um, the other thing that you're going to be missing when you are talking sweet and sour is the essential fatty acids again. So remember, think coconut oil, olive oil, other nut and seed oils, avocados, raw nuts, many options there. If you're craving meat, this is usually truly an amino acid need and or a need for iron. So go back to those pasture-raised meats dark leafy greens and sea vegetables. Now remember again, eat a dark leafy green, not only with a good essential fatty acid, we also want to eat those dark leafy greens when you're craving meats, especially with some sort of food high in vitamin C. A food high in vitamin C will help enhance the absorption of the iron, which is going to make you not crave the meat. So uh, an example of that would be, say, you, you have an organic baby spinach with some olive oil as part of the dressing and some orange slices or grapefruit slices. That's going to be a great combination to get in iron and vitamin C, and your body's going to really appreciate that. 
Now, if you crave ice or say you crave chewing on ice, um, that's also an iron deficiency. So again, go back to the pastured raised meats, uh, fish, poultry, seaweed, leafy greens, black cherries. Uh, you know, there's a lot of options there. If you crave burned foods, and this is this is real. If you don't crave this, you don't understand, but that a lot of people do crave burnt foods. What you're missing is carbon. So get some fresh fruits into you. If you're craving acidic foods, this is usually a combination of magnesium and vitamin C that your body needs. So raw nuts and seeds, legumes, citrus fruits, red pepper, uh, those are all excellent ones. If you crave cold drinks, that is going to be manganese. So try some almonds, walnuts, pecans, pineapples, blueberries. Those are all very high in manganese. If you have a preference for liquids over solids or solids over liquids, go back to the dehydration. Make sure that you get enough water. And if you need, flavor it with a little lemon or lime to get yourself uh, to the point where you can, can drink more and more water. Now, work on adding healthier foods rather than denying your current foods. Choose one or two recipes or foods to start with. When those become a habit, then add another one or two. Don't try and do this all at one time. Nutrient-dense whole foods will begin to fill up your meal plan, and the highly processed foods will diminish. Less processed foods naturally decreases your cravings as your body finds better balance. When you have a craving, think about what your body is really trying to tell you. Are you craving something because you're dehydrated? Then try a glass of water first. Are you craving something because you've had a tough day? Then pick your choice of activity for relaxation. Wait 15 minutes either way or both. If the cravings are still there, then eat one of the nutrient-dense whole food options that we just discussed today. Wait another 15, 20 minutes and see if the craving's gone. Even if you end up indulging, you won't eat tons of junk food. Your health and waistline will thank you. We have to wrap it up today. Remember, all these recipes and more are at therightnutritionplan.com. Next week, we'll discuss boosting immunity with whole foods because when you eat well, you live well. So join me every Monday at 2 p.m. for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. See you next week. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Live Well to Eat Well with Kelly Hill. You can listen to the program live every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Everything you eat has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 